The woods are dark and deep, devoid of life and yet. There's waiting, gnashing teeth, prepared to snatch our dear quartet. Welcome back and typos. to Terran Dower, to the Sagas of the Sunless Reach, the Riddle of Rule, Part 3. My name is Zachary Fredrickson, your Game Master for the evening, uh, and I am joined today by my... We never had, came up with a fun, little, pithy, uh, snappy way to, to refer to you. Uh, Patriots! The friends... The friends of Alexei Vital and erstwhile revolutionaries, uh, welcome. Um, first among them is my friend Bitmap. Hello, I'm Comrade Bitmap. Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at BM Prager, uh, and I make art, including the comic Mountain, which is currently on Kickstarter. And you can get there real quick by typing in cowhousepress.com slash mountain. I'm also going to pop that in chat right now. And oh, then the yeah. chat will not let it happen. Nope, it did. Wait. Nope, it did. Uh, Never mind. And I'll share it. Okay, but yes. Cowhousepress.com slash mountain is where the book is. And that, that's what I do is I draw things. And today I'm going to play a mean old lady. Mountain. Who uh, believes you can be better. Mountain looks sick as hell. Very excited. I've already done my pledge for it. And everyone else should also pledge to it. So that we can get elegant French folds uh, and the other stuff. Uh, including a um, a hand-drawn journal from Pilgrim the Mouse drawn not by Bitnet Bat Prager, uh, artist extraordinaire, but by Emily Riesbeck writer extraordinaire and very much not an artist so i'm it's, so it's great to see what that journal looks like emily has learned some actual drawing skills from it it's super great nice oh uh, yeah sick um i'm also joined uh by my friend cory hi i am cory you can find me on twitter at endless musings uh just happy to be here nothing to plug this week all right uh and jade 
Hello, I'm Jade. I use they, them pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at JadeOxRose. I appear in a number of different podcasts, two of which are actual play. One focuses on GMless games. That's Follow the Leader. You can find it at FTLcast and FTLcast.com. The other is Dumb Kids Playing Hero, an Animorphs-inspired pack of Blades in the Dark, uh, where we fight a guerrilla war against an alien invasion. It's a good time. And if you like Animorphs, you can check out the Escafil Files. It's a book club podcast. Uh, the link to our Discord, where we, you can come talk about the books with us and have emotions about books written in the 90s. The author, Michael Grant, follows our Twitter, so you know it's good. <laughs> Legit, no pressure. Real good. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. And last but not least, I'm joined by my friend. I, I, also, I didn't say my friend, Jade. Jade is also my friend. They're all my friends. Uh, <laughs> be jealous. Uh, and I'm also joined by my friend Mab. Hi, I'm Mab. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Patreon at Little Lady Mab doing shenanigans. shenanigans. <laughs> uh, and as I mentioned at the top, I am Zach Fredrickson, your GM for the evening. You can also find me at Obsgetting God on Twitter at IamBugbear.bandcamp.com to listen to my music. Uh, and uh, yeah. Um, it's a good time. All of it is a good time. All of it. Love a good time. All <laughs> of it. Good time. Uh, you yeah, will so have a good time. You will have a good time. Uh, I, I, I guarantee it. Um, you got timed out by the nightbot. Um, so, without further ado, would we like to get into it? Yeah. And I've changed my mind. We've got to stop. Oh, yeah. Stream's over. Sorry, it. everybody. Oh. <laughs> let's rock. Uh, no. uh, all right. So let's get into it. The moon the Rams camp, despite the sound of this cool, spooky music, is actually fairly joyous as everyone celebrates the return of Sad Jack, the greatest woodsman of the Rams. People are uh, giving up subdued cheers, uh, happy Jim, the corner of his mouth twitches, ever so slightly at the return of his brother. And though you are just a bunch of revolutionaries huddled in the woods, you can still split some thin, watery soup and hard bread and think about what comes next. But before we get into what happens next... Let's talk about what happened last time. So after leaving the burning wreckage of Alexei's cabin, we, uh, we knew we had to make our way to the last location on the map that we knew was a, uh, or we believed at least was uh, where that we'd find their arms. Uh, so it was a couple of days journey. Uh, we stopped by Crossroads. Lizbeth, um, and Kasana tried to do a bit of information gathering. I don't think it went too well, to be honest. They didn't seem to have much to offer. The vibe in the town was pretty much as you might expect. 
uh, nobody seemed particularly scared or angry at least and um, Aprikas was able to uh, find out something about this exciting plant into the south I didn't ask so plant is actually to the southeast um, which I, I, I forgot to, to clarify informs me that it's to the southeast but <laughs> God has come down to whisper higher <laughs> directions um, we, we made our way deeper into the woods and um, without much incident until we came across some large paw prints and uh, quickly came upon the uh, maker of said paw prints a undead uh, grizzly bear with some kind of contraption on its uh, head we were able to uh, mostly take it down ourselves and there was a slight assist from one of the rams disabling the uh, machinery whatever it was something alexi maybe made for them either way they seemed kind of impressed that we'd managed to take care of the grizzly and uh, on finding out who we were and why we were there we were taken back to their camp and uh, explained the situation more fully and we were basically given an audition of sorts by them. Uh, we were asked if we would help free Ad Jack, a member of their crew, um, a really good woodsman. And in return, if that was successful, they would help us in our efforts to get uh, Alexi. So we scouted and we found a good spot on the road uh, because there was due to be a prison transfer and that was going to be the most opportune opportunity um we had the high ground and the low ground covered and kasana made a stance in the road and uh commanded them to stop and it went on really well longer than you might expect but um when one of the uh, guards decided to uh get violent well we responded in kind and uh liberated sad jack in the process who turned out to be a uh incredibly useful if unpredictable ally i myself um went down during the fight so i couldn't tell you everything that happened but um well i came to and uh we won the day and we were able to return sad jack to his people and that's sort of where the story finds us now so it is, as you return to the camp of the Rams, Sorin Sitar and Sad Jack in tow, uh, to a very muted celebration, because while everyone is very happy with the return of Sad Jack, you are still hiding in the woods from the authorities. So you can't be too boisterous about it, as Sad Jack learned when he went into Eidnir. Uh, last week. Um, but yeah, so you, you, you head back into uh, the, the campsite of the Rams. Uh, Happy Jim is here, the cook. Uh, he, he gives you all an extra helping of, of thin soup. Uh, and 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 Sora and Sutar kind of sets everyone down. Uh, you will have had plenty of time to have healed up, so everyone's at full health again. Um, and Soren sits down and says, "Well, that 
was a fantastic success. Very proud of everyone, of all the, the hustle you showed out there and, and saving my good mate Jack. So, I'm going to help you. All right. Uh, as we. Everyone's like, yay. We're all just sitting there <laughs> silently. Uh, Sana's glaring at him. <laughs> Uh, Claren at them. Uh, yeah, they, they look at Kasana and say, Okay, uh, you've <laughs> kind of been mad-eyeing me this whole time. Is something all right? He's just like that. <laughs> what exactly? I'm not convinced that Sad Jack is much more than the killer they were making him out to be. And people died for us to free him. Uh, uh, okay, so one, Sad Jack was not apprehended on suspicion of murder. He was apprehended for drunken disorderliness and, and, and sedition. Um, and, Sad, and Sad Jack says, Aye! Aye! Sorry! Sorry! You know, the battle lust, it gets me! So we've noticed. Quite a lot of blood, yes. It gets hot. The blood gets hot. And then I have to have to do something about it. I'm going to surreptitiously take my hatchet back. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I need that. I guess when you spend however long cooped up in the cage, the uh, mania would Four strike. Days. Four days. Four days, and then all of a sudden, people are falling like flies around me, and I'm like, "Well, Sad Jack's got to get out there and do something." Well, something certainly was done. It certainly was, and I helped save your friend. You did, so you know, maybe some good old ultra violence is useful. For <laughs> Not exactly oh. helping to make the case I was hoping to make for you in this court of our comrades, but, uh... And is that why you joined the Rams? For some good old ultraviolence? Well, no, I joined the Rams because my brother was like, Jack, Jack, they're oppressing the people, Jack. And I was like, well, they can't do that. That's bad. And then uh, Happy Jim looks up and says, He's right. I did say that. Listen, I'm just a guy. If I didn't have a hatch in my hand, I'd just be knocking heads around. But they had deadly force. We had deadly force. And it's sort of an immovable object, uh, unstoppable force. And one of them wasn't as much as they thought it was. Oh. <laughs> Someone back in the camp. Oh, yeah, you tell him. My, my <laughs> own eternal background character. Yes, it'll be my, uh, my hype man. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, do those murders, Dapkus. Do those murders. <laughs> oh, yeah. The worst. Uh, <laughs> so I guess regardless of the situation or whether or not we're Subscribing to the same moral or ethical compass, we do all have a common goal, I think, uh, in saving our friend the professor yes, from the lodge. Yes, so, 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 um, yes, we 
need to get Alexi out of there. Um, it's not a place for an old man to be, you know, in the dungeons of a, of a brute like the Warden of Rule. Um, it's got a different accent now. Uh, <laughs> They're contagious. Mm-hmm. So we're given to believe uh, from, from the intelligence that you gave us that Alexi's being held in the Warden's Lodge, the Vanatori Lodge, uh, which is out near the southern tip of the parish, uh, pretty deep in the Sojournwood, which makes it an extremely dangerous place to go if you don't know how to handle it. Now, your thoughts on Sad Jack's uh, blood fury aside, he is our best woodsman, and he will be able to help you greatly in your attempts to breach that stronghold. And I'll also be going along just in case, because it's going to be a lot of people, and you're going to need a bit of backup. Sad Jack is hardly the most difficult member of a revolutionary group I've had to work with. Thank you. It's the nicest thing you've ever said about anyone. It's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about me. <laughs> These are some horrifically low standards. She puts <laughs> an arm, she walks up to uh, Sad Jack and puts an arm up on him and looks up and says, Sad Jack. Yes. You are a man with great talents. Yes. Yet, you strive for very little. And I believe that if you were to discover a greater goal, you would be a true force to contend with. You might see getting drunk and in a brawl, maybe with an axe sometimes, as a good way to get by while you help the oppressed. But if you were to truly consider the way you could improve yourself as a person to help all those around you, I think you could become someone truly inspiring that you are proud to be. What, like yoga? Like what? <laughs> like yoga. I, I do, do not know yoga. Do a few sun salutations and you'll be great. Can, can someone explain to me what this yoga thing is? Like a sort of meditation thing. Uh, you do some like stretches. Meditation may help you with your life. anger. But that is not... I do not feel you need to constrain your anger. I just wish to see you direct it better. I directed it pretty well into that guy's uh, neck. And his leg. I would say so. Yes. But not all fights are about directing a hatchet into a man's neck. Sometimes when a giant man is bearing down on you with a giant sword and you don't have much by the way of protection, it is just bearing a hatchet into a guy's neck. If it's them or you, <laughs> you look out for number one, which is yourself. 
She looks at Elzbetia with this like withering glare of <laughs> looking so out for also, number one. It's also kind of funny. Is the reason collective action fails? Because on our little map here, Elzbetia is like 20, 15 feet away. I'm just for some reason sitting on this bench over here in a corner. You're but just... it's also it also <laughs> tracks that she would just be like, I'm going to use this is my fire. You all can have that one. And I'm just going to, like, shout my opinion across the camp. I'm going to quip from the side here. That's just how I'm doing this, you know? Yeah, that's how, that's how I normally do things. That's fine. I'm halfway there. I'm halfway to you. Aaron's <laughs> being quiet, even by their standards of quiet. Mm. Like, they look very thoughtful. Yes. Aside oh. from the taking the hatchet, but. At, uh, and 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 that what uh, uh, Kasana says, kind of nods is right. Yes, number one is the revolution. Number two is your mate, and number three is yourself. Mm. Surely well spoken. The same list of priorities I try to hold. Fantastic. So we are here. Uh, not to argue and squabble like chickens in a hen house, but because we are here to save our good friend Alexi the top. Am I right? Of course. Hey. Of course you're right. Absolutely. Totally correct, but I think one of us might have seen too much of the pale specter of death to be immediately ready to launch into that, and he'll look over to Orin with some significance. You're alright, big guy. You're looking kind of pale. No, I'm always this color. Oh. <laughs> like, they've totally missed the context. <laughs> <laughs> it's Two impressive sips. something went over their head. It's a, it's a very far, far shot. It's a pretty big whoosh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. You're, uh, There's work to be done. We did the work. I mean, there is work to be done, but there is something to be said for rest. And also that I don't believe you. Don't full hit points. Look at that. <laughs> yes, the metaphysical concept of your health is at the tip top peak of it. But how about your mental hit points? <laughs> I think we could all stand to use a rest. Rest, a bit of planning. Because while Sad Jack is a great woodsman, knowing what we're up against and, and formulating a proper plan is also. It's to call Vanatory Lodge a lodge brings to mind like a cabin in the woods, maybe a big one, but still like wood. It, it'd be more more accurate to call it the keep. It's a small fortress, and we'll need everything we can get uh, and bring to bear. To ensure that we are able to breach it properly. We're bringing the bear? Oh, just kidding. No, the bear is dead, <laughs> remember. I know that. Yes, it was very sad. Killed Shardik. Just to make sure that we all didn't die. Let's try not to 
assault their fortress with too many undead. Wait, did we, is there really more than just the one here? Not at the moment, but who knows what we'll find. Hmm. You've got to be resourceful when you're uh, when you're revolutionary. Uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, you kind of rest for a bit uh, and try to formulate. What are you all doing in preparation for your attempt at uh, at sieging, or not? Maybe maybe not sieging, but at um, at accessing the Vanatory Lodge. Uh, Kasana is. Uh going to each of these members and trying to find out what makes them tick, why they're here, and specifically try to ins instill more idealism into the Rams because they, they seem maybe not as idealistic as she might like. So she thinks the Rams need a shepherd. <laughs> oh. No shepherd but the flock. No, she just wants them to... She wants to see them fight for a, a cause less vague than something's up here. Sure. Uh, I guess give me a diplomacy check as like an extended kind of action. All right. Ugh. It's a 20. Um, so what... <laughs> What is this this uh, thing that you're trying to instill in them? What is this? What is the um, the cause that you think they should be fighting for that they're not? She wants to instill in them that uh, they're not just fighting because they or the people around them are struggling and depressed, but because they can be better than what they are currently struggling against. She, she wants to instill in them uh, the thing Kasana wants to fundamentally instill is that she believes that you have to be better than just than you can't just be better than the terrible thing you're fighting. You have to strive to actually be good at what you're doing. You have to, you have to strive to actually have something that is worth being beyond just not this. Hmm. She wants them to want not only not this bad society, but a better one. Sure, sure. I mean, they... They're, I mean, they're all down for communal, like, community stuff. They do, they do kind of have a sort of anarchistic bent uh, against, like, a specific person in charge or people in charge. Uh, they think that the obviously the Errols have not done much in their 200 years of of stewardship over Tarendower. Um, but, you know, you did roll a 20, which is pretty good. So, yeah, maybe you, you get a couple people uh, kind of interested in, in what you're putting down. 
this sort of idea of uh, of um, transcending your circumstances or, or just rising uh having goals beyond just an end to the to the situation yeah no uh she's very very focused on the you, your end goal can't be kill the person in charge because then you just destroy what already exists you have to actually have beliefs and ideals and willingness to follow through she sure. she wants she wants people with conviction and that sure. is what she tries to instill is and a broader get, conviction and you do get like you know sadjack is is kind of a, a wild card there are people here who think that who feel that way who are who are very um you know, like you know we've already been following their supply lines and if we were able to get, take control of them i bet we could because because it's all got to go through aldrich to begin with it's like it's all gotta like filter through his beneficence and what if we just had those supplies and could give them to people better in a better fashion and like yeah they, they got that kind of stuff for sure for sure that is all she spends her time preparing with that is it that's what she does the whole time cool uh what is everyone else doing um, Elzbieta's goal is definitely to probably like work with Jack or uh, and or Soren and just kind of like learn the lay of the land and any details that she can get about the fortress because uh, this is all new territory to her. But she wants mm -hmm. to learn like what's gonna what to be expected and like various like just everything about the path to and the fortress that they know that so she can start like building a plan of her own. Sure. Um, yes. Uh, Soren is the one who has been there before. They don't really elaborate on how they saw it or why they were there. Um, but they, they tell you that uh, it's only, it's got a single gate that mm -hmm. opens into an inner courtyard. Uh, that courtyard has a bunkhouse for the for the general soldiers. It's also got like a, almost a little house that is uh, built within the walls of the keep that belongs to Argus Vanatori. Um, that they've also got a kennel, but um, but Sorn never saw any dogs being fed, so they're not sure what the kennel is for. Um, and that they know that there will be multiple like levels of traps, multiple layers of traps uh, surrounding the lodge throughout the woods, but that any time the, uh, that Vanatori gets intel, that somebody has tampered with a, a kind of trap, he comes up with a different one. Um, can I roll like I don't know what this is because there's not strictly an insight check in Pathfinder, but to like yeah, see, there would be a perception check. A perception it's check just a, to stand. Okay, 
Yes. Um, uh, about um, if I can kind of like glean why they had been in the lodge or like if I can understand like just a little bit of um, what might have happened to them to, to be within there and have so much information. Sure. Okay. Oh. 19. Uh, with that, you don't get a lot out of. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you don't really glean much. Uh, Soren... Not just because they have their whole face covered all the time. That's that's another thing. Um, Soren's like art you've noticed, uh, like you might have seen, has like that big like facial covering with like a scarf that's wrapped around their their head, uh, not around their head, but around like their neck and face. Um, they don't remove that ever. Mm -hmm. You haven't actually watched them eat. They they like sit with everyone and talk and eat and like everyone else eats and then they take food into their tent. And eat it there. Okay. Um, so, that, that's that's kind of the the one sort of idiosyncrasy that you notice uh, mm -hmm. in, in interacting with them, but you don't get really anything out of, and because of because of that kind of blank poker face that they have, you are not able to get anything else or glean. Else. Okay. Files that away for later. Mm -hmm. Um. Oren is going to talk to Jack about like what the lay of the social woods is like, uh, what sort of undead he might have seen, what sort of threats mm -hmm. we're likely to run into outside of those laid by mm -hmm. the wardens. Um, and I suppose also maybe try and come up with a strategy for getting through that. Uh, I remember I have warfare law, mm -hmm. so I don't know if it would be like like how to go about or the the most beneficial approach for uh, trying to get into a significantly more secure um, structure. Sure, sure. Uh, well, uh, you can roll warfare lore to like kind of get mm -hmm. an idea, mm -hmm. uh, and then Jack can also tell you what he knows. Okay. Oof, Ooh. I rolled, oh, no. uh, re -rolled that, as I have two hero points. Because <laughs> sure. Orin is not a smart person, but that's embarrassing, and I don't like it. Oh. That's only marginally better. Roll 20, you're a hole. it's begun. So you know, uh, you know, like, warfare in general, but you... Not this sort of specific... You're not a siege person. You're you're you like open open air combat, open field, uh, yeah. field of battle, uh, or like guerrilla warfare in the woods a little bit here and there, but very little, almost no. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. The things that you have fought in war have not had fortresses. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, but Jack is very forthcoming as uh, as always. Uh, he says, so um, there's the Stosian word is nice because while anything that dies within it will eventually rise and become an undead. Uh, it's almost never anything particularly powerful. We get skeletons, we get zombies. We almost never get 
the real bad stuff like ghouls or revenants. Though that might just be the fact that we don't get a lot of uh, highly powerful people dying out here. It's mostly just grunts and peasants and soldiers. Okay. Uh, not that, you know, it's peasants, you know, that's just our lot in life. They just don't have the sort of, like, learned strength that uh, that a revenant would have. So, but problem is, lots of them. So many. So many. Okay. Well, sometimes lots of low-level things are easier to deal with than one big one. Sometimes. That might be the sort of case where uh, Aprikus's use liberal use of fire might actually uh, not make Asana look like she's bitten onto a lemon. <laughs> Mayhaps. Uh, and speaking of uh, Aprikus, yes. What? So uh, rather than turn to the problems of men and what may come from them, uh, Aprikus actually turns to nature, and I found a way to use weather lore, basically. So he's oh. he's turning his eye to the skies, licking his finger and holding it to the wind, trying to get a forecast for when would best uh, when it would be best to strike uh, at the lodge. If it would be best to find conditions with low visibility, high night, day, what sort of weather they can expect to run across. Mm -hmm. Well, so you know from your dealings with them in the past that. Aldric's soldiers in this area, the Maestro soldiers, all have night glass, which is those goggles that allow them to see perfectly at night. So probably you would want high visibility so that you would be on an e a more even playing field. Okay. Let's see what I can um, gather, huh? I have a question. Do the Rams have any like spare goggles? Because we've picked up two. Um uh they do not. That was part one of the things that uh that Alexi was supposed to bring back schematics for. Mm -hmm. Um that that I mean they might be in the maybe those are one of the things in those notes that you found, but um they don't have any. They only have guns. Okay. Nice. And even then not very many. Yeah. Shall I roll for weather to see what's coming up or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's do the forecast, everybody. Let's do a forecast. Okay, it's an 18. It's not great, but it's not too bad. And you're it's a lore, which means it's it's a little bit easier to hit than like rolling a straight nature check against the DC. You see clouds rolling in. Uh you get like a little spyglass, you get like a little barometer. You get your 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 little weatherman things, and you divine through these arcane and alchemical equipments uh, that in a few days there's going to be a period of pretty heavy cloud cover, but on the last night will break and be almost it'll almost be a clear sky which is never something that happens uh, and the moon will be full 
which will give you a ton of visibility. Okay. So we have some days to prepare yet. Good news, I'll let them know. Mm -hmm. Sort of take down the observatory equipment and then just leap down, start informing the rest of the camp that uh, based on the conditions and what I've seen, there very soon may be a chance for us to march upon them with the same degree of advantage that they have upon us. Hell yeah. Still don't like the idea that we have to go through the front door. Yes, it's not exactly my favorite point. Is there no real weak spot that we can assault? Uh, I mean, it depends on what you mean. It's it's ten foot thick wall, not fully. It's it's two one foot thick walls, ten feet apart, with like stuff in the middle. You know how how a ramp work. Um, mm -hmm. A weak spot, not exactly. There's mm -hmm. um, there might be spots along the wall where you could throw a ladder up and climb up but that's not exactly a weak spot that's just climbing over the wall instead of the front door it's small enough that they don't really need to have a lot of different exits entrances mm. well we are going to be presumably approaching them at a time where they would be just as able as to see us so unless we come at a surprise angle i suspect we may meet resistance early on we have any sort of siege engine or other thing we can use to disrupt? Not what a about siege some engine. kind of destruction? Something like that. Sad Jack, uh, who has at this point regained his um, standard uh, gear, which is a a battle axe and a longbow, says, "I can distract someone." Once we get you up there, uh, Sword and I can, can start making a ruckus. Maybe draw them to, to another side of the uh, of the keep from the one you're on. Maybe we could... Um, something like your fires, Aprikas, but like loud? Oh, yes, actually. Something? I don't... Have we... Uh, uh, how, how experienced are you all in making bombs? Um. Uh, a bit. <laughs> well, I have the tools. If I have a formula, I could maybe fashion something that would be incredibly loud and explosive. Sure. Uh, Soren, I think, is the one who is like pretty skilled with uh, with. Uh... Did I give them? Yeah, they've got it. They've got a solid crafting uh, skill. So they could they could probably assist you uh, with with building. Is there are like are you talking about like thunderstones or what do you? Uh, like, yes, yeah. something that would make a loud noise essentially, and that we could apply a few times, so it would be more than just a one off. Yeah, I don't have uh, those formulas on hand. All of mine I selected with the uh, idea of buffing our friends, so I didn't really do any offensive sure. stuff, which is why I need some uh, extra Yeah, I think, I think Soren can, can get you the, the recipe for a Thunderstone. Perfect. Which which explode, which 
are are uh, alchemical bombs that deal sonic damage and also make a ton of noise. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's yeah. exactly what we're to want. Those little those little poppers. Is the front door the only door in and out? To the keep itself, yes. So uh, if we get a distraction, they will have to come out the front door. If they're coming, the 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 walls have ramparts, so they're able to mm. to fire down from. No matter. The front door, whether we open it or break through it, it will be the weakest point, then, it sounds. Fortunately. Uh, and, uh, I'll ask out a character. You've got uh, an enlarged spell, right? We just didn't end up using it? Or did we only make Kasana big in the last fight? We've made you big against the bear. Yeah. That was the very first fight, yeah. I was yeah. just thinking, you said the walls were 10 feet high? No, 20 feet oh. high. I, I missed when I got big. I should have had a plus two to damage. Oof. Uh, there are 20 you feet could high. have taken care of your arch nemesis. <laughs> I'm out of attention. <laughs> yeah, actually. And how big is a large creature? Like, if... if Thinking like at that point, just do an enlarge and then just have like or lift people up. Over. Yeah, I was gonna say if you could, if you could jump <laughs> and with your with your arms above you, theoretically, I think you'd be able to reach that height. Yeah, like a cheerleader lift, just like whoop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can literally just vault Elzbieta over, and she's got some good enough athletics, you ever, acrobatics. You ever just throw everyone over the wall with no escape? Can you just eat your party members into a fort and with no way? To get out. <laughs> oh yeah, great. Uh, you could do that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it might be easier than trying to get a ladder. It would be it's easier like, than trying to get a ladder. Like an interact to drink a potion and then literally be big enough to. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Even if a, their is fortress is not made of wood, the door most likely will be. I mean, I mean, I can I can knock if it ever comes to that occasion. A locked door is no problem for me. The well, keeping you... there we are. Yeah, well, <sighs> it's really just a matter of if we want to go in the front door, or whether we want to leave enough of a distraction out the front with Saren, back, and we go in the back. There is no back. No, There's... over. Over, yeah. I really would prefer not a direct assault if we could help it, but I understand that I am somewhat more given to subtlety. I say. No, I'm with you on this one. I really would prefer not to be noticed. For as long as possible. So if that requires for someone else to be noticed, that would be... Better prepared to lead off or handle an influx of the guards. That would probably um, be the best course of action. And I'm worried to have us divided. Correct. Just in case something goes wrong. I appreciate your desire to do the more forthright, head-on approach, Kasana, but that might have to wait until later for you to do it directly. We don't have simply the manpower to be able to do a head-on approach. The Rams don't have the manpower to be able to do it. Like, honestly, 
thinking short term, long term, however you want to do it, front assault, just knocking on their door and saying, come get me, is not going to work. Well, I mean, you've got us. And it is a smaller keep. It's not hundreds of people in there, probably closer to a dozen plus, which is still very much an outnumbered situation. But if we bleed them out a bit, uh, cause a ruckus in the woods, um, have them send out what patrols kind? and then take out the patrols. What kind I mean, of yes, level of skill are we looking at with the those there? We've met those of varying abilities already. Uh, probably ones the with the round thing. helmets versus the ones with the very large swords. Uh, the, the 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 juggernauts aren't um, Venatori's type. It's gonna be it's gonna be guards and uh, and uh, sharpshooters more than anything else. Though he'll probably have some some tricks up his sleeve once you get inside. Yeah. But the guns will lose their effectiveness on the inside. On the inside, which no. is. Oh no, I was just gonna say, like, I prefer to, if I'm going to be going up against someone in a combative situation, uh, up close and personal, if I can get inside their guard is fine, as long as they're not a juggernaut, again, um, that is a little beyond my ken, but otherwise... To clarify, was the is this key is the lodge stone or wood? Yeah, stone. That's what I thought. Okay. Presumably, if they've got a number of guards there and sharpshooters all with, guns, then they'll have a store of gunpowder. Oh. Hmm. Well, how much damage like, what do you think? are we looking to do to this place? Who are you asking as, how much damage we want to do? Because my opinion is loads. What's, I mean, our goal is to get Alexi out, but it's, it's like you were saying to folks before, Kasana, it's like, what purpose is there with what we're doing? Alexi out, good. That's what we need, but given a black eye to the warden. We get Alexi out and we don't we don't take out their kneecaps in the process, it's going to be a short turnaround before they're back after us again. Oh, and it's only a matter of time before they come and try to take Alexi back on behalf of the maestro. What we want to do is incapacitate them long enough that either we can get far away where we're outside of their jurisdiction, or we make it so that they don't want to come back after us. Or they're not in a position to do so. Right. Yes. I've seen firsthand the uh, benefits of applied chaos. So I can certainly get behind the idea of lighting a spark. It would also be a wonderful distraction for us to get back over the walls if there is such an armory that we can implode. I definitely think the armory 
implosion as an escape tactic, uh, as our way out is the best idea. Set off a few fireworks. I'm sure, unless you wanted to um, take the keep. Oh. That's true. We could also just take the it. Would be ideal, actually. Or especially if <laughs> to set up a base of operations for the Rams. I, I mean, it's conspicuous as hell, but if the walls stay intact, uh, they've probably got more ways to blow them up than we do, but we'd see them coming. You begin bargaining from a position of power and fighting from a position of power rather than from a position of hiding. We'll try to take the key. If Alexi's knowledge, if what Alexi knows is truly so dire, he gathered the four of us together to learn it. Or take the key rather than try to get sneak in, sneak out. Yep. With probably some mind that if the odds are overwhelming, then it is best to just set it to blow rather than try and preserve it. Mm-hmm. But I can do that at a moment's notice with the proper tools. Certainly not sporting, but well, neither has any of this. You been. think they're sporting? That's that's my point. None of this has really been particularly. They locked us in a house and tried to set us on fire. I really think we can either pay them back in kind or take their rug out from underneath them and their house is ours. Yes, the standards haven't exactly been even. So, so uh, alas, I may have to continue using my flames in a way that is less than desirable, but it is what it is. As long as we give people an opportunity to leave if they want to. So far we've had there's been at least one person with the sense to listen or to leave people yeah. should be given the chance to oh, are we what? going in the front door or over the wall over the wall i think with the distraction at the front door is that fair we have a distraction at the front door and if uh those of us who can run subtly inside So I don't know if Apricus, myself, and one other want to go inside, because we could use a heavy hitter. Why are we dividing our already limited numbers? Then if if Soren and Jack... ...about something that you haven't seen yet. Also true. And might make a decision in the moment once you get there. I agree. How long will it take us to get there? Time. Uh, a, a bit, a fair bit. I mean, it's it's on the other side of the of the parish from you, so a couple yeah. of days of, of marching, and then as you get closer, it's going to be stealthy marching. It's going to slow you down. All in all, it'll be about a full week since you first met. All right, so uh, do we have anything else we are looking to uh, sort out, or are we uh, are we ready to head off, basically? I think uh, a lot of it would just be, I would love to get 
an actual look at the keep, uh, fortress, whatever lodge that we want to call it. You will get that look when you get there. Yeah, exactly. Is like that's why a lot of her plans are just like, well, I, I, I need to know what it looks like. I need to have. I, I would love a floor plan. A lot of her infiltrations come with a floor plan. This one doesn't. <laughs> Playing it by ear. My least favorite way to do things, but so it shall be. Yeah. And uh, Aaron's more of a reactive type. So, you know. <laughs> I picked a barbarian for a reason. Just like, yes. <laughs> Smack things. Good. Good. Smack things good. Gwen <laughs> is only as good as the hardness of the front door. Do you want to talk about anything else or have any like conversations on the way there or anything else that you want to do before we get into what happened? Oh yeah, mom needs to talk to Liz better about something. That conversations. <laughs> oh yeah, we do you have can to talk see that. at my back. <laughs> no, as as vet uh like I think after when we are preparing after we've had this conversation and uh, Elzbetia keeps uh, it, uh, one like we're breaking up. Kasana is says Elzbetia, a moment. Take as many as you'd like. Can't promise any response in return. Every. At every approach, you you ask for caution, stealth, hiding. These aren't necessarily bad approaches. But I want to know... Why is your every approach to all problems to hide from them? I'm very squishy. Yes, com combative problems, of course. But I mean all problems. Have you seen me confront a problem that is not combative yet so far? Yes. Which one was that? I still don't know what you are. I'm an investigator. I I'm a bounty hunter. All I know is that the energies of life I use heal the living and harm the dead. They harmed you. Do I look dead to you, Kasana? Uh, can I make a uh, medicine check or perception check? <laughs> sure. Uh, for what to what end? I want to see how dead she looks. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see if she's I mean, wearing like, makeup or something. I don't have a lot of something. color in my sh my cheeks, but um, yeah, I, I want to figure out how much like a de undead she appears. One to dead, yeah. Then sure, yeah, make a make a, a scale of one to dead. I'm <laughs> a seventeen. Looks not that dead. Not very dead. You have the continents of the living. Oh, thanks, I guess. I don't know. I feel a little insulted that you put it like that. You 
misunderstand me, I think. Oh, how so? We're about to go and rescue our mutual friend from what appears to be a very corrupt local authority. Mm hmm And what I want to know is who I am working with, what I am dealing with. I've learned who Apricius is, uh, both academically and uh, murderous. Yes, I... Uh, <laughs> Some, some rumors are true, it seems. I've learned that Orin has also had a brush with death. And that they perhaps are more of a soul that needs help with their condition rather than someone who is perhaps hostile. I have no idea with you. I can't read you. You won't talk. All I know is that the font of life believes you dead. I would say what the font say? of life has not done me much good in so far. It is being small, quiet, and sneaky that has served me well. It is being alone and not taking the front door that has served me well. And I will not have you come in and, like... You say Orin has a thing that could be cured or taken care of as opposed to being a, a violent, malicious thing. And is that what you think of me? Either I can be cured or I'm violent and malicious. I don't know what to think because you avoid. Think on it. I think um, as you are walking and talking, uh, you do somebody else has kind of been hearing you uh i usually saw it kind of materialize out of the gloom uh and they say really cassandra you fought next to someone but how many times now and you can't trust her because she keeps her secrets we all have secrets. Maybe you should yes. give me a reason to trust you, Kasana, in telling you what my secret is. But in so far, I find you lacking. You definitely get like a kind of concerned vibe off of uh, like worried vibe off of Soren as well. How so? Uh, I guess make a make a perception check. Make a, make a sense motive check. Can I do one also? Yeah, absolutely. Not great. Wow, you're don't really care enough to roll again. <laughs> I'm going to save those hero points. It's not that yeah. big a deal. We're just so perceptive. Uh, we're just really nailing. You've this. got the blood up. She's just. Mm. 
<laughs> oh, great. Yeah, great eyes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Soren, I'm going to take an axe? No. Soren is inscrutable to you. Perhaps even more inscrutable than Elisbiette is. Uh, um, but you do both see that they kind of like they don't like physically do it, but in their movements, they are like positioning themselves between the two of you. Sure. Uh, like almost in a sort of like protective sort of way against Kasana. Do you need my life story? I'd give it happily. Please, no. feel free to ask. Whatever you I, wish. I don't want anyone's life story, Kasana. I want people to be able to live as they would. Kasana, all I've heard from you so far is a stream of they need direction, they need help, or just outright vitriol. I do not want your vitriol, and I do not want your help. Not in that way. Very well. Uh, yeah, uh, Soren looks between the two and says, We have a man to save, not an Inquisition to mount. Uh, and they like just stalk off and like disappear into the darkness. Um, I, did, if, if they, I don't want to intrude if that's still going. Uh, no, Cassana uh, is like. Fine, and uh, and also separates. <laughs> I'll just adjust my hat. It's <laughs> a uh, slightly maybe ahead of this little conversation. Um, Oren's walking next to Aprika, so probably gently correcting his course when he's paying more attention to his book than where they're going. Um. Both the weather, the conditions, everything but the road in front. Mm-hmm. Arpreakus, you're a well-learned man. I considered myself one, yes, although every time I ever exit the walls of my favorite place of learning, I uh, come to find out that there is still yet much there to be dug through. But, in some manner of speaking, yes, learned. Do you know much about religion? Religion? <sighs> he takes a flip through his spellbook. It does primarily have magics and the usage thereof, but you'll see every so often scribbled in the margins, there's writings of old and sorts of things like that. I've, I've taken some interests in it to an extent, Primarily for its, uh, there's a quality of it that I've never quite been able to capture in my own studies. I've wondered sometimes if there might be a way to utilize it or otherwise direct it into solving the predicament that we're in, but I've never given more serious inquiry in it besides academic interest. Why? just wondering if perhaps you'd come across a certain phrase. I, I don't want to ask Kasana. She doesn't hold much truck with 
gods are a legend. And, uh, yeah, it's better sort of intimidating. No offense that you're not, you're very good at fire. It's very intimidating. Um, <laughs> it will become my quality to the world at large before long, I fear. <laughs> Everyone will Have remember the illumination, but not necessarily the one who illuminates. But yes, go hoard. They are the wheat, and we are the reaper. Hey, let me look into that, and he'll he'll start flipping through his book. Is this a phrase of religious significance, or is it something else to start with? Are you asking me, or...? or yes, or? God, please. Please enlighten me. Uh, I don't know. God. Try, try rolling religion. So All right. We can find out in that context. So that was the context that Oren asked about. It. Sure. Religion coming up. <laughs> I, you know, this is such an important moment that I'm actually going to just re-roll that. I have another hero point. It's fine. Uh, that's much better-ish. It's better. It's better. Uh, it's not something. by much. It's something. Not by much. Good lord. Um, <laughs> we do no, well in combat, no. okay? <laughs> Nothing uh, in the text that you currently have access to uh, points you away. Mm. We are the reapers. He's, he's writing this down uh, as they go. Sorry to say, but I just with what I have at hand, if I had maybe more dedicated library that I could search through, then I might be able to trace the meaning of that phrase or the significance, but just from what haphazard notes that I've scrawled in this, I don't think I can particularly elucidate the meaning of that phrase. Do you have maybe anything else that might be relevant to that? I'm still struggling with the word elucidate. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Bless. <laughs> In score of eight, yo. Bless. Less, Understand. Less educated than average. <laughs> Very fine. <laughs> Something to do with death, I guess. And certainly would suggest that on the face, if we're speaking of Reapers, common symbology of death. See, and uh, Oren sort of like adjusts their grip on the scythe. <laughs> that and the harvest and of workers, that's the image that I usually tend to take more towards. It. Uh, when people think of scythes and farming implements and such, they tend to go somewhat towards the brutality of it rather than the utility and the uh, class context, as it were. Um, now, you did mention that, that you were loath to ask Kasana for the uh, lack of favorability towards the gods. I'm assuming that then you were hoping to ask this in the context of the old gods? I don't have much context in the way of any gods. Yes, hmm. but I know that... Um... Cassandra doesn't hold truck with them. 
it's more about what a person can do for themselves than what a god can do for them. Hmm. Well, pardon me for trying to deduce this one socially, but did Kisana happen to suggest anything about your person that might suggest it has religious significance to begin with? That's probably a noise in character. <laughs> Just enjoying what... <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Um, I gesture to the symbol on my healer's tools. Um, I probably do have one crescent moon somewhere in the paint tattoos as well. Like, these were what made her ask me. Okay. The moon, yes, that which we do not often see behind the clouds. Um... So this this is more of a question for you, Zach, but does the addition of the moon in that context happen to help me at all? Am I able to use weather lore once again in this situation? <laughs> Ask the weather gods. I'll give this is if this is such an edge case that it won't actually Fair. reduce it to DC any. But I can let I'll let you roll weather lore. Do it. Oh, get a 20. Get a 20. I'm waiting for this. Now I hear the moon afflicts the tides, but does it afflict the tides of man? Oh, I was I was not prepared. <laughs> First Critical success all day, and it's you wondering if the weather will tell you about lunar myth. Okay. Okay. Learn about the moon. That motherfucker's heard about the moon. Oh God! I really need to know about the moon. Okay. Aprikis, you get a sudden jolt of inspiration where you recall a little bit of trivia that kind of uh, jumbled together with like some old folklore stuff is that when uh, the dead rides in Tarandour, they rise on the night of the full moon. Or no, they rise on the night of the new moon, when it is absent from the sky. And like that's one sort of like meteorological thing. And you remember like an old folk tale about how it means that the moon's agents can't see them and they can get away with coming back. Okay. Me just furiously writing this all out. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and that kind of uh, gives you this other sort of thing about an old, old wives' tale 
uh, or parable that the moon is so bright and white because what we are seeing are all of the ghosts chained there. So this is mm, hardly something I would call scientific or Basically, uh, what I can glean from searching the Mind Palace, is that really the correct term for it? What I can glean from uh, searching, <laughs> yes, yes, thank you, uh, from searching within <laughs> that space is the moon has some significance to both the tides of the undead and to that of spirituality in general. <clears throat> the watchful eye of the moon fades for but a single night on the new moon, which is when the dead tend to rise, unseen by the agents of the moon. And besides that, the moon itself is said to trap spirits or souls or some sort, so maybe that would have some significance to what you saw when you were down on the ground. If anything, of looks down and squints a little bit. Well, it's often said uh, that when people are near death, they have an experience, after all. Well, that, did, that is true, but... Hmm. Maybe I will talk to Kasana about it. I know that, obviously, sort of on this quest to destroy the undead, so maybe she would know about it. Well, Thank you. It, it was some assistance, I hope. But yes, I would agree that maybe someone who has a much stronger opinion on the powerlessness of the gods may also have a sort of converse understanding of what exactly the gods are. Someone who studied it in more detail, maybe. Thank you. And I sort of do up slightly because you're about to trip over a tree root. Just sort of like... <laughs> Just remember, I'm good for more than fire, and I will appreciate that fully. Hmm. Okay. Uh, before you get a chance to talk to Kasana, though, you hear up ahead, Sad Jack, go, Shh. All right. We're close enough. From here on out, it's quiet. I... And we will begin our infiltration that I with using mechanics that I made up. Wow! Hey. My hey. favorite kind of mechanic. Love it. Love a homebrew. Love a homebrew. So, VP. You are now all following the expert as Sad Jack allows you to avoid notice. Uh, Sad Jack is an expert in stealth, which means that anybody who does not have a stealth score, uh, a stealth proficiency, gets to add their level and plus two. Anybody who is trained in stealth still gets a plus two. So I'm going to add a plus two to temp. Lovely. Yeah. I am just temporarily switching that stealth from... 
Untrained to trained. Sorry, that should be a 16. I hit the funny button a bit before I could add the two. Sure. Oh. Wow. wow. Nice. <laughs> I, I hit stealth. Now I'm, well, I'm waiting for my stealth to roll. There it goes. Hey! Oh, thank you for doing better than all of us. Thank you for bringing up the average. Jesus. I really, uh, well, I mean, I have now I have a plus 11 to it because I am a, an expert in stealth also. But I only have a one in dexterity. Uh, Oren, is that including your your uh, your plus two? Yep. Okay. In that case, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. Ask Kasana that's adding her plus two. <laughs> uh, Kasana is not trained in stealth. That is no. Uh, that is that, oh, a yeah, whole that plus is six. She's getting. On top of uh, the four she rolled. Ooh, awful. Okay. <laughs> so here's what happens. <laughs> oh my god, see, this is why I work alone and I go quietly. <laughs> yeah, uh, you begin to move through the Vanatory fields. It is a bright night though the clouds are still thick enough that the moon the moon only peeks out in small intervals from time to time and as you begin uh, approaching the perimeter uh, a, a wide perimeter around vanatory lodge you become aware of humanoid figures chained to trees at specific intervals. Like this. That is a nasty early warning system. And yes, as you like kind of bear left around one, Kasana, you kind of are trying to sneak. You're not a stealthy one. You're a grand. Uh, you're, you're, or, or you're like, an, you're like, not, you're not actually that old. You're only your I'm not that old. Uh, Kasana is. You just, you just have the white hair. Yeah. Um, the plate so, armor more than anything else. Yeah. No, it's the white hair. Um, but yeah, you kind of like, uh, you're trying to sneak, but it's, your, ha your armor is heavy and you haven't like pulled upon the power of life. So you're kind of feeling a little rickety. Uh, and you like kind of trip and you put your hand and you just, smack something in the chest uh, and you look up and you see one of those humanoid figures begin to stir underneath your gauntlet and you realize it's not a human Be from the, the the rotted flesh and the milky eyes as you wake up a zombie and it begins to go. And over the next one. That's the next big one. Until they begin to just one after another after another let out their keening whale uh, and the legion of the leashed have woken up and 
where they need to roll initiative. Surely top or bottom of the map. Are are we using our stealth numbers for our initiative or uh you don't have to. Okay. I I think I will. <clears throat> the sound is over here. And I was like, if I can get away with using my stealth as part of my initiative. Yeah, you can use your stealth roll. Uh, because that's what avoid notice like allows you to do. There I am. Good gourd. Good gourd. Good gourd. <laughs> Do we uh, also add the plus two? That was a natural one on initiative from uh, Sajak. Uh, yes, you'll, you'll, you'll get that. You'll get that. Okay, I'll just do that then. Oh, that was a terrible roll. Why didn't you just use the twenty-seven? What? Oh, could I just use? Well, yeah, could... yeah, yeah. Oh, could I have used my twenty-seven? Yes. Oh. Hey, that's pretty good. Very good. Uh, cool. Let me. Pull up some character sheets as uh, yeah as the keening whale of the uh, legion of the leashed uh, kind of belts out. Uh, I've been spelling Sorin's name wrong. Yes, Sorin is S O R R E N. Oh, two R's. Yeah, I've been spelling it like Sorin with an S. Oh, like Oren with an S, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, excuse me while I do a final. I've been spelling it like Sora. Aww. Sorin replaced with Sorin, but with two R's. And the Legion rolls. Thank you, the Legion. Not a particularly. Uh, high perception DC. It was only a 19. Uh, <laughs> but all of you <laughs> failed it. Um, cool. So uh, they did they did activate their whale. So let me another thing. Cool. Oh, that was so close to being a one. As the uh, as the whale uh, gets like loose and, 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 and like you know just reaches a fever pitch, you hear something whirring its way through the woods as what looks like a flying armillary sphere just shoots towards you. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, and it will also roll initiative. Cool. Uh, but this is the beginning of the of the round, uh, and it is Soren's turn, uh, and they are going to yeah, uh, they are going to run over uh, and say and say duck and just shoot that zombie in the head. <laughs> Blam. <laughs> blam. That's a, I mean, that that is a blam. It's not actually all that much though. Um no. uh, it's a zombie. It's a zombie. Um Sword actually misses because like they're a little flustered that this went bad so quickly. Uh and they reload and that's their turn. 
That was Vieta. Um, I am going to uh, draw my rapier and okay. um, let's see. So we've got we've got zombies all around me, and no one, no one. Ugh, it's just the three, just the three zombies. There's more like that I can see. Out. Yeah, right. They're they're in like a in whole arch around the thing. But these three, right on. You think if they if you killed at least these three. You would break the chain of like the what's that what what's that thing they do in uh, in uh, Dalmatians or the the midnight bark or whatever? Oh yeah, yeah, the midnight howl, midnight, the twilight yeah. twilight bark, twilight bark, whatever. It's that twilight same bark. sort of whatever. thing. Yeah, where they're just they're just they're like almost like signal repeaters for the alarm. Yeah. Um. So. And then that's the weird little pixie thing that's coming at us. Um, then, yeah, so she's going to draw her rapier and uh, just kind of like move move towards... Um, see, I was right here. Uh, I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to just... Or blame Um... A lot going on. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to get hit by this guy because <laughs> I feel like if I come out of hiding, I'm gonna get hit. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna kind of like move up to be in position alongside Jack and just sort of let's see, let's see. Actually, instead, I might actually, actually, actually. Uh, no, I'll use my crossbow instead, because I do have that. And right. I'll just, I'll just devise a stratagem against Mr. Mr. Zombie that I'm staring at right here, that guy. Okay, so you've drawn, moved, and devised. That'll be your whole turn. Yes, yeah. Because I still do that. Uh, I mean, like, I guess devising doesn't really make a difference because I can't actually hit it, so when be anything in the grand scheme. Yeah, I think, I think does the vice strategy have to... It has to strike for it to actually make someone flat-footed. On, on this, and it has to strike on the same turn that you used. Um, I think so. Okay, yeah, in that case. Do you uh, have anything that yes. allow you to a parry, if need be? Uh, I have okay. my nightstick. Yeah. I just, I just um, think about, like, protecting yourself. So then, maybe I will just have my, my rapier and my nightstick instead of my crossbow, because that's still drawing. Uh, Nightstick is free action, but Sword Cane is an actual action. Um, and then I have my Nightstick I can use up to in defensive mode. Defensive sure. Mode. So you draw, you move, you parry. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, Sad Jack is going to uh, stride over. He's gonna do his own sort of thing where he uh, he's like all right, so the, the, the trachea that's making the, the, the noise. Uh, and he's going to hunt prey on this um, just not moving thing, this this stationary monster. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he is going to chop. He's going to miss, actually. Uh, he hits chain. And he goes, I'll get it next time. 
<laughs> I believe you said, Jack. A lot of bad rolls today. There's a lot of bad rolls. Can't believe the uh, only good one's been about the moon. Or in Natsuki. All right. Um, now that I have my speed correctly figured out, uh, <laughs> I will use my 30 feet of movement to get up next to uh, this zombie here. And I will uh, rage my way there. And I will charge up a spirit instinct to deal positive damage. Okay, you're raging. Mm hmm. And with my final action. I'll uh, take a swing. My thing says negative, but I'm stating before I roll, it's set to positive because we're dealing with undead. Cool. 25. There you fucking go. Uh, yes, it's 14 slashing damage, 3 positive damage. Change that. Uh, that plus, including the zo a zombie's natural weakness to slashing and positive. You annihilate this one. Uh -huh. uh, and the sound is it's like, uh, and just stops making noise. And uh, the the chain of uh, of sound is a little bit uh, smaller now. I've turned the scythe over in my hand and look around for the next one to go for. Cool. And that's me. All right. Uh, Apricus the Luminary. Uh, yes, Apricus, not willing to move from his spot, uh, will instead point a finger at the uh, zombie that is accosting so, uh, and will... Let me just measure the distance here. Do I need to... No, I don't need to go to that. Good. Uh, we'll first just produce some flame. 22 will hit 9 fire to the Leash Legionnaire. Nicely uh, done. That. Um, I gave these guys a hardness, didn't Right, because yeah, you're trying to. You're, the hardness. It has a hardness because you're going through the chains. So it's going to be reduced to 4 fire damage. Okay. And then. Uh, in or addition. Still able to overcome that with just the magnitude of damage. That that's good. Um, in addition to that, he'll. Uh, with an additional sort of flick of the wrist, uh, fire off a force bolt at the same one. Uh, cool. I'll just let that go. Uh, sweet. That is a precious. Uh, just throw in flyer. Mm -hmm. uh, next is the clockwork pixie, which zips over. Like I said, it's it's it looks like a like a like a flying armillary sphere. Mm -hmm. uh, which is like, you know, those things that you use to, like, chart the cosmos and stuff. Except it's, it's, it's constantly spinning on two axes, and there's some sort of bright blue core in the center that seems to be keeping it afloat. Uh, as it zips over and then um, looks at, uh, I guess, the person who is the most in the open, which is El Spieta, and is going to fire... Uh, a little uh, bolt of lightning at her. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, which totally misses. So just a streak of, of electrical energy arcs past you and then just strikes like the branch of a tree above. Uh, and then it's going to do a fire once more. It's misses. Uh, next is the Legion of the Late of the Leashed. Mm. 
Okay, uh, that is the 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 they keep making that loud noise that, ah! and you see another one of those pixies hits oh, the field. Jesus. It seems like the longer they go, the more of these things show up. Uh, and also, uh, Kasana, make a reflex save as it kind of like uh, leans its head over to... Okay. Uh, Alright. Um, you're going to take... One second. It's a failure. Not a critical failure, though, obviously. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're going to fa uh, take... Seven piercing damage as it gets its its jaws on you. Uh, it's it's fully like locked down, but because you're close enough to it, you're adjacent to it, it's able to like reach its head out and bite you. Uh, and to some of it is your turn. He grits her teeth and says, "Argus Vanatori will die for what he's done." And she pulls out her silver geist arm. Mm -hmm with one action and attacks. Sweet. Uh, that is nice. gonna do it. <laughs> I uh, believe that's, I suspect that is a critical hit. It's almost a crit. Their AC is 18. No! So but the 15 plus their, plus their uh, weakness of slashing plus the amount of damage that's already been done to them is enough to put that guy out of his misery. Oh yeah. All right, and just, just like chunk in, and 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 the head, the head just like tumbles down. And she uh trucks uh twenty five feet towards the next one. All right, round two. Soren Tatar uh is going to have past the sword. Uh, comes up uh, next to uh, moves up a little bit further and then takes aim at the pixie. Um, you see them kind of twirl their gun and, and look really close uh, and they're and they it doesn't seem like they, they take uh, any penalties for being 45 feet away. Nice. They have. Uh, they they have being an NPC. Uh, yeah. As as this <laughs> such such a mood. Yeah, they have they have a special they have a, a special ability that I wrote called Two Fisted Sniper. Nice. Ooh. Uh, cool. Um, so that's one pixie down. That's Soren taking care of. That was Bieta. Uh How high up off the ground is the pixie? Uh, they're like, like, uh, chest type. Okay, cool. Um, so in which case, I'll just kind of, like, move within range of it, and, uh, devise a stratagem against it, because I can. Cool. cool. Mm -hmm. Wow! Ooh, that's real good. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna hit it with my sword cane. Um, mm -hmm. What do I? Well, so that's what do I do the, for the 
from the cane. Yes. Plus your strategic strike damage, and those will be double. Yes. Oh, jeez and crackers. Um, I someone has to help me write all of these things for yeah, my. You have a button that you could just hit. Yeah. I can help so, with that. Yeah. I believe your sword cane should be two d six right now. It's two d six right now. Um, and then you... it's plus. Is it plus one for no? That's my yeah. My damage. I have plus one for strength, but I can use my int. That's okay. that's to attack. Um, that's to attack. Oh, it's so underneath the damage add... button. Oh yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be. Uh, okay. You only only you only add that's your strength good. to damage. Okay. Um, right. And I believe until next level, you're only adding a d6. Yes. Just strategic strike. Um. So you're going to roll. 3d6 plus 1 times 2. And I mean, we probably don't even have to. Like, we should still roll. Yes. Uh, sweet. So you deal fully double this thing's more than <laughs> It explodes. Uh, it actually explodes. Uh, it's, it's, it's core explodes. Shit, oh, dear. You need to make a reflex save. Okay. Uh, a burst of electricity fires are off of it. Okay. So you succeed, so you're going to have this damage. You take three, three electrical damage. damage. Okay. I look real cool doing it, though. I just kind of, like, take my, my rapier and just go stab right up into it, and then I just do a roll out of the way. Mm. And I look real cool. You look very cool. Thanks. Uh, and that is your turn. <laughs> Sad Jack kind of, like, drops his, his axe, uh, pulls out his bow... Um, and says, oh, no, "This one, this one, I'll get for sure." Uh, and fires his longbow uh, at the last zombie, which he does hit, uh, dealing uh, eight, uh, uh, three damage. Was, <laughs> all right, all right, good hustle, Jack. Good hustle, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Oris, that is you did your best. Uh, if Aaron wasn't raging, maybe they would let Jack do this, but uh, I got it up today, so I'll, yeah, I'll stride twice to get over to the uh, that zombie, and I will uh, attempt to swing. Well, yeah, like things like fifty-five feet to get mm. me up to it, and then uh, one, two, three, swing. Twenty-seven. Ooh. That's going to hit thirteen plus five. And three plus five, even with their hardness uh, taking that down, that's enough to take out this zombie. Uh, as I like, can open, I catch, pull the arrow out to give back to Jack so he doesn't lose it. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, sure. He's <laughs> <laughs> still covered in gore. I, I just like give it a flick off and hand it. It's just like, was not, once not. Right, yes. Well, thank you. Um, and you have defeated the Legion of the Leashed, or at least three of them in a wide enough variance to break their their uh, their collection of, of screens. Twilight Bark. Twilight Bark. Yeah. As um, Orin's rage subsides, um... This is clear. The sight of this is clearly bothering them. 
Um, uh, yeah. Maybe people are watching the stream uh, who don't know. It is anathema for spirit instinct barbarians to disrespect corpses or spirits. Uh, defending yourself against undead is fine. But like seeing these zombies that didn't choose to rise or anything like that being used like this is like gross in more in more than one way mm. and they're mad about it yeah no it's uh it is gnarly sana just opens the tap on the life font uh briefly and restores to full hit points. Nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I struggle to ask, but would it be they're they're not going to get back up, right? Now that they've only they've already risen once. Uh yeah, shouldn't. Okay. Uh, so won't have to apply burning. That's good. No, and if they do, it'll be as skeleton. Maybe uh, I ought. No, this is a larger project. It would take too we much have, time. We need to move, and it we would draw have attention. More half right. a month before the before we have to take these all down and burn them. God, I knew he was using uncouth things, but this is this is terrible. Argus Fanatory is an enemy to humanity. Okay. I'll agree with you on that one. Can I take a look at these bodies also to see if there's anything that I can take from them that we might use if we encounter more? Uh, it looks like uh, like information from them, yeah. like like glean from them. Yeah, because there's nothing physical you can take of them because they they look like they've been just dressed up, uh, not dressed up, but like. Everything useful on them was taken before they were. Yeah, I assume like loincloths and chains at most. Yeah, like half of them look like they're wearing peasant clothing. Half of them look like they're wearing like destroyed uh, soldier armor. Um, and and have you know, and and also like just various eras. Like the Sojourn world is full of undead that just roam. You know. Yep. So it looks like uh, Vanessaori has been. Uh, collecting them and then lashing them to trees to use as a, as a sort of proximity bar. I'd call it particularly bloody work if the blood was left to run in them, but I think the statement's been made regardless. Indeed. Um, yeah. Uh, you, can make a, you can make a perception check or, or something if you want to like try to glean anything else from them. Uh, will undead lore work more appropriately? Yeah. All right, hold that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, these are just baseline zombies. You know, uh, they're not. They're nothing special. They're not augmented in any way. They're just. He's just using the, the sort of instinctual, zombie, reaction to stimuli, which is to make noise about it, and and chaining them together in such a way as to create a big uh, noise that can be heard for quite a ways away. It also, you imagine, the sound carries into like crossroads in Eidnir, which 
kind of increases their own fear of the sojourn. Mm. The more scared they are, the better. The more they know that they need someone powerful and strong like Vanatori watching them, and to remain within the towns. I assume. Well, truly a terrible usage, but one that certainly took quite a lot of thought. If it wasn't horrendous, I would almost admire it. Uh, I do have something that might help me a bit with addressing these. Does anyone have spare knives that they happen to be carrying around? Um, I mean, probably. Or uh, <laughs> Soren and, and Jack both produce, like, half a dozen knives between them. <laughs> well, I like that scene in The Hobbit, with, like, yeah. dishing all the weapons out. Uh, Apricus will sort of take out his dagger and then... Just demonstrate a little bit of a telekinetic projectile and go, I could potentially slice them from a distance if they become an issue. Useful. That one went a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, uh, a bit wild, though. Just a bit. <laughs> it's one knife going... <laughs> That's fine. Uh, he'll sort of... Sana pulls out her hammers and uh, breaks the legs of each of the zombies. Ooh. Yeah, meanwhile, Apricus goes and <laughs> picks up his decker from where it <laughs> flew towards. Um, yeah. I'll add 12 knives, or 6 knives, rather. Like, or if you just want to use some of my crossbow bolts. Or... Uh, something with an edge seems to be preferable. That okay. Based on yeah. how well Orin made mincemeat of them, it seemed to be the best option. Uh, yeah. Uh, In lieu of uh, being able to pray, because they don't know, um, but given what uh, Aprikas was saying about the moon and this being a full moon, it's just sort of like in their fingertips over the uh, crescent moon that's stitched into their healer's tools pouch. I'm just like processing. Yeah, like a worry stone almost. Just like over it and over it and over again. Yeah. Uh, and Sajak kind of looks at all of you and says, Well, this is all very sad. But we've gotten past it. And I guess what's next is what's left in the uh, sort of gauntlet of traps and terrible things that we yet to encounter. We should get a move on before the boom turns into moonlight. Puts hammers away. Reach. Uh, puts guy's arm back on the back. Focuses energies. Same. Uh, I will refocus. Continue into the woods. Uh, we will take a quick uh, ten-minute break uh, in our mission, and when we return, we will. Uh, be one step closer to the future of Venezuela Lodge. Yeah. Nice. Until then. <laughs>